Hey, it's Addie and Ella, and you're listening to the Not Me But You podcast. Together we pray that in this episode, the message of the gospel will be clear, that it's not us, but him. It's not me, but you. everyone. Welcome back to another podcast episode. Today, we are bringing just a lovely topic to the table, sanctification, which we've actually talked a lot about in other episodes, but we have never dedicated an entire episode to it. And as me and Ella were talking before this, she was like, do you know how many verses in the Bible have to deal with sanctification? And it's a lot. Practically, I should say every verse out there, but a good number of them. And therefore we were like, this is a topic that we need to bring to the table today because it's something, it's like our job as Christians, essentially. So Mm -hmm. that is the topic of today, sanctification. Yes. Like Addie said, we've mentioned sanctification in many, many episodes, but we've never actually talked about what it is. And I honestly don't know why we haven't talked about this sooner because it's super important. It's basically what our Christian life is, is sanctification. And so we are just praying that we can present this clearly to you all today because it is a big topic and it can be misinterpreted in many different ways. And so we're just praying that the Lord would help us to present this clearly so that you can get a better idea and understanding of what sanctification is, how we go about it in our Christian life, and what it will ultimately end up as when we die someday. So Yes. And with that being said, we're going to first give you the definition of sanctification. And then as we walk further into this topic, we're going to break it down into like the three main parts, well, the three parts of sanctification, Mm -hmm. just to give you a better picture, hopefully. So the definition of sanctification, according to like the dictionary version, is the action of making or declaring something holy or it is the action or process of being freed from sin or purified. So basically, it's like if I had this, I don't know, this is going to be a terrible analogy, but it'll be great. Like this really old like object, say like a boot, you know, just a really old boot is nice and dirty. (laughs) If I wanted to sanctify this, I would first wash it, make it clean. I don't know, dip it in gold or something, but like make it holy. Terrible analogy. Stop. But I'm keeping it in there. It's great. Yes. I will edit this one. (laughs) (laughs) My goodness. It's a good analogy. (laughs) No, it's not. Yes, because to sanctify something is to set it apart or to make it holy, or it's to turn something from old, broken, rusty, gross, like a boot, and to make it nicer. Here is a definition of sanctification. No analogies needed. It's basically just... When we talk about growing in your faith or growing in your relationship with God or, you know, just that whole aspect, that's basically what sanctification is. There are many, many, many verses about God's will being our sanctification. God, you know, a lot of times we think about what's God's will for me? What's God's will for my life? Ultimately, his will for us is our sanctification, our growth in our relationship with him. And in 1 Thessalonians 4, 3, it says, For this is the will of God, your sanctification. And when I say there are tons of verses out there on this topic, there really are. I'm going to put a bunch of different passages and different verses on the topic in the description. So if you want to study this more on your own or just read more about this, they're all in the description below. Yeah. 
Well, like Ella said there, for the will of God is your sanctification. To break that down further, sometimes I feel like you have to, for my brain to comprehend that word sanctification, like I, I know the definition, we just explained it, but like, okay, the will of God is your sanctification. That doesn't always make sense, but it's like the will of God is for you to become more like Jesus or for you to take this sin, this gross, this ugly that you have and to every day just begin to look more and more like Christ. Like that is what the will of God is for you. I know, like she said, we did a whole episode and like, what's the will of God for my life? Well, like you said, in a nutshell, the will of God is for you to look more and more like Jesus Christ every single day. Mm-hmm. But with that being said, it's not just that simple, that cut and dry. There's sanctification. This is what we should do. We should, you know, get better and flee from sin every single day. Well, yes, but there is also three different kinds of sanctification, positional, progressive, and perfected. Yes. So these three different types of sanctification, I kind of like to think of them as past, present, and future sanctification. And so the first type, positional, is when you're freed from the penalty of your sin. And so this is when you step from darkness to light, you cross that faith line, you become a Christian, you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. This is positional sanctification because your position before God is no longer this dirty sinner that is damned to hell you go from that to this position of holy and righteous. Jesus clothes you in his white robes, which we will explain this later on. But the second type of sanctification is when you're freed from the power of sin, progressive sanctification. And so this is what we're doing in our Christian life is trying to be more and more like Jesus, trying to grow in our relationship with him. And then finally, the third part of sanctification is when we are freed from the presence of sin. And this is called perfected sanctification. And this is when we are joined with God in heaven someday and we are completely freed from the presence of sin. Yeah, I think for myself too, Like, I was making fun of Ella. Well, I was making fun of myself while doing this. Ella was writing this whole outline, and I'm over here making a chart. Like, I'm, like, drawing this out, and I'm like, can I just make a chart for you guys? So, we made a chart um, to kind of explain this, but the difference of positional, progressive, and perfected, and how those all work together. But, like Ella said, we're going to break down each one for you more, because, yeah, there you go. We gave you the definition, but you're probably like, uh... I don't understand at all. So the first one, positional, like she was saying, it's that point where, okay, we are all born sinners and what do sinners deserve? Death. So if I never accept Jesus Christ, I'm born a sinner, I die, I go to hell. That's basically how this life works. Mm -hmm. However, if I, you know, born a sinner, accept the gift of salvation from Jesus Christ in that moment, like that's when positional sanctification happens because I am now made right with God. And so that is what positional sanctification is. It's like that choice happens, boom, you're clean because now I stand before God and God's like, bro, you're good. Like, go on in, man. Mm -hmm. I didn't have to do anything besides accepting that gift. That is what positional sanctification is. Exactly. And in Acts 13, 19, it says, everyone who believes in him is declared right with God. And so when we do accept Jesus Christ as our savior and we become a Christian, we are no longer destined to hell. We're declared right before God. And in Zechariah 3, verses 1 through 7, we have this um, picture of what that really looks like. So 
here Joshua has this vision that he is in the courtroom in heaven and God is the judge. He's sitting on the throne and at God's right hand is Jesus. And then Joshua stands there. He's clothed in filthy rags and Satan is at Joshua's right hand and Satan is accusing Joshua of all the things he's done. He's telling God like he's done this and this and this. Look at him. He is filthy. He is unclean. He does not deserve this. However, Jesus Since he's standing at God's right hand, he steps in and intercedes for Joshua. He clothes Joshua in his righteous white robes. And so because of Jesus' sacrifice, we are presented as holy before God. When we become a Christian, that positional sanctification occurs and we move from this filthy person to clothed with Jesus' righteousness. Yeah, absolutely. And the key there in that was Jesus interceding for Joshua. So it was like Joshua standing there and saying, like, oh, you're gross. You're disgusting. Look at the mud all over you. Like, you are unclean. And Jesus was like, yeah, he is unclean, but watch. Like, and hands him over that new set of clean clothes and is like, yes, you're unclean, but in this moment, this positional sanctification, you are now clean in my eyes. And I, like, You now have the gift of heaven because of what Mm -hmm. this gift that you accepted. Exactly. And this doesn't mean that God like ignores all of our sin or closes his eyes to the reality of how deep and how serious sin is. But God does defend us and he does take care of us. Just because you're positionally holy, that's not an excuse to just do whatever you want or sin forever because, oh, I'm clothed with Jesus's righteousness, whatever, it doesn't matter. God's not going to ignore that, but he will honor that Jesus has clothed us with righteousness. So, Once we are positionally sanctified, then this process of progressive sanctification begins, which is kind of our present in our Christian life, working to be more and more like Christ. Right. So if you are a Christian, you've accepted that gift of salvation. You've moved from positional sanctification. Well, quite honestly, you don't really ever move from that because you always have that, like regardless of your sin, Jesus is always going to be like, here, take the clean clothes. Like I've already washed you clean. So it doesn't really matter what we do in a sense. But progressive sanctification is what we talked about earlier. It's the process of becoming more and more like Jesus Christ every day. So that's what me and Ella are living in right now. That's what we hope you guys on the other end, we hope you've accepted that gift of salvation and you're living in that right now, which is I'm a sinner and I understand that. And every day I am working and working to get rid of the sin with the power of the Holy Spirit because I know that's what God desires from me is to look more and more like Jesus, the example that he set before us. Exactly, yeah. So 1 John 1.10 says, If we claim we have not sinned, we are calling God a liar and showing that his word has no place in our hearts. And so like Addie said, even though we are positionally holy now, we're still sinners. We are still human beings. And so, like we said at the beginning of this episode, progressive sanctification is kind of just this process of growing in our faith or being spiritually mature or whatever. God works in us throughout our Christian life to make us more like Christ. And this is a continual process throughout our life that will never end until the day we die. And Philippians 1 6 says, and I am certain that God who began the good work within you will continue his work until it is finally finished on the day when Christ Jesus returns. And so God saves us. God is the one who 
does this positional sanctification and God is also the one who does this progressive sanctification as well. But that doesn't mean we can just sit back and not do anything. We still have to take an active role in this progressive sanctification. Right, exactly. And I think one of the most beautiful things for me is actually seeing this progressive sanctification progressive sanctification in action because I've sat at many Bible studies where there's older individuals there and they've talked about well when I was a youngster and I did yada 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 and like watching them go from that not that I like visibly saw that but like hearing them go from that and seeing that sanctification and seeing them become more and more like Christ every single day like it's amazing. I love to hear stories about that. And like Ella was saying, that's not something that just happens by accident. I know they didn't just, you know, accept that gift of salvation one day and then sit back and say, hands off, like I'm done. I'm done Mm -hmm. doing this. No, there was a desire in them. Their Holy Spirit gave them that desire to become more like Christ every day. And it was, it was hard. They had to make some hard decisions to, you know, lay aside some of their sinful desires or do some things that they didn't want to do, but like God was helping them through that. So like, yes, they had an active role in sanctification and that is something that just doesn't happen by accident. We have to make that choice and choose that. And one of the best ways we can do that and make sure we are continually walking in God's will for our life, which is sanctification or becoming more like him, is knowing the truth because when our minds are set on the truth of the Bible, our actions will reflect the truth. Yeah, so basically this whole idea of progressive sanctification is kind of like the Christian becoming the stereotypical Christian, which sounds very, very bad, but the stereotypical Christian is like a good person you know, they do good things, whatever. And that's, yes, in a nutshell, that's kind of what we're doing, but we progressively want to be sanctified and become more like Christ because the Holy Spirit in us gives us these desires. Once we are truly saved, you have a desire to be holy and live different and not fall into the things of the world. And so, our spirit or our inner man is directly connected to this process of sanctification. And Ephesians 4, 23 through 24 says, Instead, let the spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes, put on your new nature, created to be like God, truly righteous and holy. And Colossians 3, 1 through 2 says, Since you have been raised to new life with Christ, set your sights on the realities of heaven where Christ sits in the place of honor at God's right hand. Think about the things of heaven, not the things of earth. And so, like Addie said, if we are thinking according to the truth, if we are getting into the word, dwelling on God's promises, and being surrounded in Christian community, having mentors, having leaders, and doing these things to immerse ourselves in the truth and what God wants, that is going to reflect. We are going to act according to the right desire for our life. And so, yes, the process of sanctification is done by the Holy Spirit. God does this work. We still have to take an active role because if you are just continuing to live in unrepentant sin and, you know, just not get into your Bible, be around bad influences and non-Christian friends and, you know, just a lot of these things, if you're not thinking according to this truth, you're not going to act according to the right desire. 
it's just not going to work out very well. And so we have to take an active role in sanctification, but also kind of a passive role in just surrendering our spirit to God and allowing God to do the work in us. Yeah, I totally agree with that of that active role, because if we think about it as like our life is, you know, this road map or this timeline. So we have positional sanctification, which is I accepted that gift of salvation. I am made right with God. And then that starts the process of progressive sanctification where we are essentially just moving closer to God. So if you think about your life as that roadmap and God's at the end, but quite honestly, it's like an infinite line because once we reach God in heaven, heaven like keeps going, you know? So it's like a ray in math. There you go. Big brain there. It's a ray. Anyway, we've accepted that gift of salvation and now we move into this progressive sanctification where we're progressively moving closer and closer to God. That takes an active role because it's like a car. If you don't put gas in your car, you run out of gas and you just stop. Mm -hmm. It's like the same thing. If you think about like the word of God, if I'm not feeding myself with that, if I'm not surrounding myself with Christian community, if I'm not regularly going to church, all of these things, there is no gas in your car, you will stop. And that doesn't mean that you're not saved because if you've truly accepted that gift of salvation, you are made right in that moment and like you're good. Like you get to go to heaven someday. But this progressive sanctification is the act of constantly filling your car up with gas so that you can keep going to get closer to God, to be more like them. And that is honestly something that all of us should desire as Christians. Mm -hmm. Yes. And in John 17, 17, it says, sanctify them in the truth for your word is truth. God's word is truth. God's word is alive. It is active. So we need to go to his word for truth. We need to go to it for direction, for sanctification, for literally everything in our life. We need to go to God's word for that. And also with this whole progressive sanctification thing, it's never going to be a constant uphill ladder or constant uphill climb Mm -hmm. you know it we fall down and we fall short and we are still sinners that's why we have to have this process of progressive sanctification because that moment we're positionally sanctified yes we're set right before God but we are still sinners and we need this progressive sanctification to slowly separate from this sin in our life which will never fully happen until the day we die but it's never going to be perfect. You're going to fall down. You're going to fall short. God gives grace. And so just don't beat yourself up when you do fall short because it is destined to happen. I guarantee it will happen. But you have to pick yourself back up. Well, don't pick yourself back up. Let God pick you back up. Get back on track. You know, it's not going to be perfect, but that's the beauty of this progressive sanctification. That's what this whole process is. Mm -hmm. And I like how you were making the point too, like we're never going to fully get there unless we die. Like it's kind of like- Unless we die. (laughs) Honey, we are going to die. Okay, so at some point you're going to die and you're going to get there. But on this earth, like, like I was talking about the car thing, like you are never going to reach the final destination of being completely sinless before God. Like that's not going to happen. You will not have complete sanctification here on this earth. I'm sorry. You can try. There's probably been hundreds, thousands. Mm-hmm. Like it's not possible until death and we are made right before God and we get to enter heaven, which brings us into the last section of sanctification, which is perfected sanctification which is boom 
we die. <laughs> we enter into the glory of heaven, into the presence of God, and we're freed from the presence of sin. Basically, sanctification journey, just like, boom, you made it, girl. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So Colossians 3 verse 4 says, When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you will also appear with him in glory. And so this glorified state in heaven will be our ultimate separation from sin, total separation from sin in every regard. It will not be possible for us to sin in heaven. Our sin nature will be completely eradicated when we do enter this state of glorification, which is Jesus's glorification because it's his robes of righteousness. And also Satan who tempts us in this life will be banished to hell for eternity. He will be punished in hell also. And so there will be no sin in heaven. We will be completely perfected from the presence of sin, perfected sanctification. And Revelation 21, 4 says, he will wipe every tear from their eyes and there will be no more death or sorrow or crying or pain. All these things are gone forever. There's a lot more verses out there on this topic of perfected sanctification, but we didn't want to go in too deep because we're like, you know, it's pretty straightforward and basic. Right. It's done. Over. Booyah, baby. Like, we made it. <laughs> and I've also heard this one known as, or like, this perfected sanctification called complete or ultimate sanctification. And I really like the word complete in this because if you think about it, about of that roadmap journey thing, it's like accepted salvation, started sanctification journey, then we got progressive sanctification where I'm working to get closer to Christ but like can't quite get there and then you die and it's like boom you made it complete journey check like Mm -hmm. we I don't say we did it we most certainly did not do it Jesus did that for us but like that's what perfected sanctification is is it's complete it's done it's over this stage in the game is kind of like that verse Philippians 1 6 that I already brought up and I am certain that God who began the good work within you will continue his work until it is finally finished on the day when Christ Jesus returns and so God began this good work of sanctification in us he started this he worked in us and continued it throughout our Christian life and he is the finisher he will finish it he is the author of our life and our faith and so he will finish it when we enter heaven and we are in the state of perfected sanctification mm-hmm. thank god for that that's all praise I praise the to lord that. <laughs> we could never ever 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 do it on our own absolutely well i hope we didn't confuse you further with this that Rather, this episode made the whole sanctification topic clear of the three different stages and just like laying that out for you guys. Um, Also, you know, my whole chart and analogy brain, we made a chart from you. We'll probably link it below in this episode note and I'll also put it on our Instagram. But, you know, the way you guys can help us out is by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or if you're listening on Spotify that we've said it before a million times, but if you really like listening to this, you know, we don't make a whole lot off this. So just like leave us a review. That would be extremely helpful. Um, all for God's glory, not for ours. But yes. yeah. Thank you for listening to another one of our episodes. We mm-hmm. hope we didn't bore you to death. Yes. This was very weird for Addie and I to record because all of the episodes you've listened to up until this point, we recorded during Christmas break. And now it is spring break and we are recording again. And so it's like, oh my goodness, what the heck? We felt like really out of the zone, but it's not me, but you. It is not us who does the sanctification. It is God who does the sanctification and it is not us 
who can do this podcast on our own. It's God. It's all him. And so thank you for listening to another episode. Yes, we will see you all hopefully in a future episode. Bye. Oh, hey, you're still here. While you're still here, just one more thing. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook by searching Not Me But You Productions. And make sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcast. Thanks again for listening.